Welcome to Zichud Avsi Manmemer by Avram Goldar and today Masechus Nazar Dafnun Beis, the seventh parak Kongadol. So the three times we're going to focus on number one on the previous daf, Rava asked the Malasha Chasramah regarding an ant missing a limb. What is the halacha? Normally, consuming an entire creature incurs malchus even with less than a share of a kazayas. Shiur gemir in lot, bahal was the concept of a creature taught as a shiur, and this is deficient in missing a limb. Obiri gemir ha'ika, or was consuming a creature taught, meaning a living being, and there is a creature able to live with its deficiency. On our doubt, the Gemara brings a price which derives that a shear for a share to be matami requires a shiigab and miksasan shukukuan until he touches a part of them that is tantamount to its entirety and significance. And the sages assessed it to be the size of a lentil. Because a chomet, the small sheritz, is the size of a lentil at its creation, so any part of a sheritz this size is significant. The Gemara argues that if a creature missing a limb could still be matame, that a chomet even smaller than a lentil at its creation would be matame. The Gemara answers that a chomet could not acquire a life force if it was missing any limbs. Only once alive could it continue living without a limb. Point number two, the Gemara poses a question. Shedra v'gugolas tanan or dilma o shedra o gugolas? Does the mission mean a spinal column and a skull together are matame? Or perhaps it means either a spinal column or a skull is matame? The first proof that Gemara attempts is a brace which states, Shedra shigered rov ilin shabbat tohara. A spinal column that most of its ribs were severed is not considered a spinal column and is tower. But in a grave, even if its ribs are broken or separated, it's tame because of the grave which deems them connected. This seems to imply that as long as the ribs are attached, the spinal column would be matame even if the skull is not present. The Gemara rejects this proof because the bryson may be discussing the laws of a spine together with a skull. And point number three, the Gemara attempts another proof from a list of six cases, which Rabbi Kiva ruled Tame and the Rabban ruled Tahor, and Rabbi Kiva later retracted. About a limb combined from two corpses. About a limb combined from two living people. About a half cub of bones combined from two corpses. About a revius of blood combined from two corpses. About a bone fragment the size of a barley which split in two. And a spinal column and skull combined from two corpses. If a spinal column and skull would each be matame independently, then the list totals seven cases, not six. The Gemara offers four answers. The Malchokas of Etzim Kasaora is not to be counted because the disputant is one individual and not the majority opinion. That every Minamase and every Minachar to be counted as one. That Etzim Kasaora is not counted because a Naz would not shave based on its OL, which is not matame. Or that this list refers to those which Rabbi Kiva retracted, that's the case of Ravius of blood, which he did not retract, is not counted among the six. So once again, the three points are number one on the previous daf. Rava asked, regarding an ant missing a limb, what is the halacha? Normally, consuming an entire creature incurs malchus even with less than a share of a kazayas. Shiur gemir in lot, was the concept of a creature taught as a shiur, and this is deficient in missing a limb. Obiri gemir or was consuming a creature taught, meaning a living being, and there is a creature able to live with its deficiency. On our doubt, the Gemara brings a price which derives that a shear for a shear to be matami requires a shiigab and miksasan shukukuan until he touches a part of them that is tantamount to its entirety and significance. And the sages assessed it to be the size of a lentil. Because a chomet, the small sheritz, is the size of a lentil at its creation, so any part of a sheritz this size is significant. The Gemara argues that if a creature missing a limb could still be matame, that a chomet even smaller than a lentil at its creation would be matame. 
The Gemara answers that a Choma could not acquire a life force if it was missing any limbs. Only once alive could it continue living without a limb. Point number two, the Gemara poses a question. Shedra v'gugolas tanan or Dilma o Shedra o gugolas? Does the mission mean a spinal column and a skull together are matame? Or perhaps it means either a spinal column or a skull's matame? The first proof that Gemara attempts is a Bryce which states, Shedra shigered rov ilin shabbat tohara. A spinal column that most of its ribs were severed is not considered a spinal column and is tower. But in a grave, even if its ribs are broken or separated, it's tame because of the grave which deems them connected. This seems to imply that as long as the ribs are attached, the spinal column would be matame, even if the skull is not present. The Gemara rejects this proof because the bryson may be discussing the laws of a spine together with a skull. And point number three, the Gemara attempts another proof from a list of six cases which Rabbi Kiva ruled tame and the Rabban ruled tower, and Rabbi Kiva later retracted. While every min a mei shabamishne mesim about a limb combined from two corpses, while every min a chai shabamishne bene adam about a limb combined from two living people, while chetzi kavat samu shabamishne mesim about a half kav of bones combined from two corpses, while revius dam habamishnaim about a revius of blood combined from two corpses, while etzim kasaor shenechlochnaim about a bone fragment the size of a barley which split in two, by shed revagugolas and a spinal column and skull combined from two corpses. If a spinal column and skull would each be matame independently, then the list totals seven cases, not six. The Gemara offers four answers. The Malchokas of Etzim Kasaora is not to be counted because the disputant is one individual and not the majority opinion. That every minamase and every minachar to be counted as one. That Etzim Kasaora is not counted because a Nazim would not shave based on its OL, which is not matame. Or that this list refers to those which Rabbi Kiva retracted. That's the case of Ravius of blood, which he did not retract, is not counted among the six. All right, so now we go to our Simon Daf Nun base, and our standard Simon is a newbie to Yiddishkeit, a newbie to Yiddishkeit, someone new to Yiddishkeit. So here goes. The hairy newbie to Yiddishkeit, who was a curator at the Anatomical Tumor Museum, was shocked when his pet Chomet, that was missing a leg, knocked over an old spinal column on display, severing it from the skull and then quickly ran to hide at the visiting display of six cases where one rabbi ruled Tameh and the majority ruled Tahor. Once again, it's a motion. The hairy newbie to Yiddishkeit, newbie to Yiddishkeit, that must be more on Daf Nunbeis. The hairy newbie to Yiddishkeit, who was a curator at the Anatomical Tumor Museum, was shocked when his pet Chomet that was missing a leg, which reminds the Gemara brings a Bryce which derives that the sheer for a shared Tameh requires until he touches a part of them that is tantamount to its entirety in significance, and the chamei assessed it to be the size of a lentil, because a chomet, the small sheretz, is the size of a lentil at its creation. So any part of a sheretz, this size is significant. The Gemara argues that if a creature missing a limb could still be matame, then a chomet even smaller than a lentil at its creation would be matame. The Gemara answers that a chomet cannot acquire a life force if it was missing any limbs. Only once alive could it continue living without a limb. So the hairy newbie to Yiddishkeit, who was a curator at the Anatomical Tumor Museum, was shot when his pet chomet that was missing a leg knocked over an old spinal column on display, severing it from the skull, which reminds us the Gemara poses a question. Does the mission mean a spinal column and a skull together are matame? Or perhaps it means either a spinal column or a skull is matame. The Gemara's first proof is rejected. So the hairy newbie to Yiddishkeit, who was a curator at the Anatomical Tumor Museum, was shocked when his pet chomet that was missing a leg knocked over an old spinal column on display, severing it from the skull, and then quickly ran to hide at the visiting display of six cases where one rabbi ruled Tameh and the majority ruled Tahor. Which reminds us, Gemara attempts another proof from a list of six cases which Rabbi Kiva ruled Tameh and the Rabban ruled Tahor, and Rabbi Kiva later retracted. The sixth case mentioned was a spinal column and skull 
combined from two corpses. Now, if a spinal column and skull would each be matame independently, then the list totals seven cases, not six. The Gemara offers four answers. So once again, the hairy newbie to Yiddishkeit who was a curator at the anatomical tumor museum was shocked in his pet helmet that was missing a leg, knocked over an old spinal column on display, severing it from the skull and then quickly ran to hide at the visiting display of six cases where one rabbi ruled Tameh and the majority ruled Tahor. All right, so now it's time for Four Blabach Hazar. Daf Memches. So the symbol Daf Memches is a brainiac. So here goes. The hairy brainiac, brainiac, that must be more in Daf Memches. The hairy brainiac Nazar who got a migraine, trying to compute why his mother told him he could become Tameh from Tzaraz, which reminds us, we learned from a Gezer Shava with the word Kuli'imo, that just as a Nazar, the tomb of Tzaraz and Ziva are permitted, so too by Kohen Gadol. So the hairy brainiac Nazar who got a migraine, trying to compute why his mother told him he could become Tameh from Tzaraz, while his brother taught him that if he was a Kohen Gadol, he could become Tameh for a Mace Mitzvah, which reminds us, Rabbi Kiva Darshan from the word L'Achiv, that even one who is both a Kohen Gadol and a Nazar becomes Tameh for a Mace Mitzvah. So the hairy brainiac Nazar who got a migraine trying to compute why his mother told him he could become Tameh from Saras, while his brother taught him that if he was a Kohen Gadol, he could become Tameh for a Mace Mitzvah, called his neurologist in a panic when his sister said he should even stop for a Mace Mitzvah on his way to Shechtis Pesach and circumcise his son, which reminds us. Abrice explains that the word Ulochoso and for his sister, Rimbai Nazar teaches that if one was going to Shechtis Pesach or circumcise his son and he heard that a relative died, he could not become Tameh for them because these mitzvahs, which are punishable by Karis, are more severe than the mitzvah to bury his relatives. The Torah writes Ulochoso to qualify this law. Only for his sister he does not become Tameh while on the way to perform these mitzvahs. But for a Mace mitzvah, he does become Tameh even at the expense of Pesach or Mila. Daf Mem Tess, so the similar Daf Mem Tess relates to meat, and we use a butcher. So here goes. The hairy butcher, butcher, that must be on Daf Mem Tess. The hairy butcher preparing meat for the father and mother of the Kohen Gadol Nazar, who became Tommy for a mace mitzvah, which reminds us, the Quran said, since Rabbi Kiva derives from Achiv that even a Kohen Gadol was a Nazar becomes Tommy for a mace mitzvah, and certainly a Kohen Hedio, why did the Torah need to write La'avvili'imo by Kohen Gadol? And answers that if the Torah had written his father, I might say the reason it cannot become Tami for him, because it's only presumption that he truly is his father cannot be established with certainty. But his mother, whom we know for certain gave birth to him, he could become Tami for her. And if the Torah had only written his mother, I might say he cannot become Tami for her because his yichus does not follow hers. But perhaps he could become Tami for his father, whose yichus he follows. So the hairy butcher preparing meat for the father and mother, the Kohen Galo Nazar, who became Tami for a mace mitzvah, told them to be careful not to step on any of the ten forms of corpse Tuma strewn on the street, which reminds us the next mission states, for the following Tuma's Anazma shape and lists ten sources of corpse Tuma. So the hairy butcher preparing meat for the father and mother of the Kongal Nazar, who became Tommy for a mace mitzvah, told them to be careful not to step on any of the ten forms of corpse Tuma strewn on the street, and not let the confrontational apprentice of a competitor who was banging on the door. Get in. Which reminds us, the Gemara relates that after Rabbi Meir passed away, Rabbi Yudah told Talmidim, Rabbi Meir's Talmidim are not to enter here because they are confronting him because they are confrontational and they do not come to learn Torah rather to undermine me with halachas. Sumchas, the Talmud of Rabbi Meir, pushed his way in and challenged him by telling him how Rabbi Meir had taught the Mishnah. Daf Nun, so the Simr Daf Nun is a non-stop flight. So here goes. The Nazar on the hairy non-stop flight, non-stop flight, that must be on Daf Nun. 
The nuzzer on the hairy non-stop flight getting queasy from the netzel box of smelly decomposed animal flesh placed on the seat in front of him, which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Memtes Amabase had taught that a kazais of netzel, a substance made of decomposed flesh from a corpse, is matami and nuzzer. Here, Abai asked Rava, Yesh Netzel Behema or Ain Netzel Behema? Is there a rule of Netzel for animals or not? Meaning, would decomposed flesh from a Nevela continue to convey Tuma? So, the Nazar on the hairy nonstop flight getting queasy from the Netzel box of smelly decomposed animal flesh placed on the seat in front of him got a fright when he noticed that the steward pouring slow moving Zivite honey into a Tame teacup, which reminds us, the Gemara quotes a Mishnah, Koa Nitzok Tahor. Any liquid poured into a container of tummy liquid is tower, meaning the upper part of the stream and what remains in the upper container is not connected to the tummy liquid below. Chutz medvash hazifim batzapichis, except for zifite honey and sapichis, a thick batter. Bishamay add a type of porridge to this list. Rami Barchama asked, according to the Tanakama, Yesh nitzokol ochin or ain nitzokol ochin? Is there a connection regarding a stream of melted foods or not? So the nuzzle on the hairy nonstop flight getting queasy from the netzel box of smelly decomposed animal flesh placed on the seat in front of him got a fright when he noticed the steward pouring slow-moving zephite honey into a tummy teacup had a ladleful of corpse dust in the palm of his other hand, which reminds us the Mishnah taught that another must shave after contracting Tuma from a Mali Tarvad Rekab, a ladleful of corpse dust. The Gemara seeks to define this year since the size of the ladle is not given. Chizkiah says, Mali Pisa Sayat, it's a palmful, excluding the fingers. Rabbi Yochanan says, Mali Chafnav, a handful. Dafnun Al, so the simmer Dafnun Alf is a gnawing beaver. So here goes. The gnawing beaver, gnawing beaver, that must be more on Dafnun Alf, gnawing beaver. The gnawing beaver got so frustrated that he couldn't gnaw his way into a marble casket that contained two decaying corpses, which reminds us, a bryce that teaches, which corpse has the law of corpse dust that a later falls matame, a corpse which was buried unclothed in a marble coffin or on a stone floor, its rekav is matame because there are no other decaying elements mixed in. Rabbi Yochanan said, two corpses which were buried together become an admixture for each other because each is a foreign substance to the other and their combined rekev is not matame. So the gnawing beaver got so frustrated that he couldn't gnaw his way into a marble casket that contained two decaying corpses that he tripped on hair that was connected to a corpse, which reminds us, Rabbi Barachama quoted Rabbi Yochanan, if someone cut a corpse's hair and buried it with the corpse, it becomes an admixture with it and the ensuing rekev is not matame. The Gemara quotes of Mishnah, all parts of a corpse are tame, except for the teeth, hair, and nails, but while they are attached, they are all tame. So the nine beaver got so frustrated that he couldn't gnaw his way into a marble casket that contained two decaying corpses that he tripped on hair that was connected to a corpse and landed on a pregnant woman's stomach as she started yelling that her uber is like her thigh. Which reminds us, Rav Yirmiya asked, is a fetus in a woman's womb an admixture or not? Do we say that since uber yerech imo, a fetus is like the mother's thigh for various halachas, it's considered part of her body? Or since it was destined to leave her body, it's considered separate? All right, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff does more discuss six cases, which Rabbi Akiva ruled Tameh and the Rabban ruled Tower, and Rabbi Akiva later retracted? That's on Duff. None base. Good number two, which stuff you learned that the hair of a corpse is not Tameh unless it's still attached? That's on Duff. None off. Good. Number three. Which stuff you want a home could not acquire a life force if it was missing any limbs? Only once alive could it continue living without a limb. That's on Duff. None base. Good number four. Which stuff you want is a malchokas of the sheer from a low tarbid wreck of a handful of corpse dust is a palmful or a handful. That's on Duff. 
None. Good number five. Which the thing when, when a corpse is buried unclothed in a marble coffin, it's wreck of his matumi since there are no other elements mixed in. That's on duff. None off. Good number six. Which the thing when the Gezer Shabbat of Le'imo teaches that just as the tomb of Tsaras and Ziva is permitted to a Nazar, it's permitted to a Kohen Gadol. That's on duff. Memches. Good number seven. Which stuff does the Gemara discuss if there is netzel for animals? That's on duff. None. Good number eight. Which stuff we have a question if an uber, a fetus, is considered an admixture in the mother's body or not because uber yerach emo? That's on duff. None off. Good number nine. Which stuff does the Gemara pose a question whether the mission means a spinal column and skull together are matame or perhaps it means either a spinal column or a skull is matame? That's on duff. None base. Good. And number 10. Which stuff do you discuss the 10 sources of corpse tumor that require a nazir to shave? That's on duff. Mem test. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody from Gotham Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.